0: Maybe they'd be happy Happy. for a while.
1: crazy. Just crazy, I tell you. But hey, it's all right. It ain't snowing, and that's all that I care about. As long as it ain't snowing there. Uh, let's get to some hellos before we start this endeavor today. Uh, Hangtown Jen says, fucking i I'm first. Oh, and happy hump day, ass family. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, I got so up and uh, caught up in winning, I forgot my man. No worries. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Fire says, it's pump Day. Uh, Ass, good morning, Hangtown Jen. Hot Mama says, happy Pump Day. Pump Day. Pump Day. Douglas says, good morning, my people. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope that you have a spectacular day today. Derek, what is up, my man? He says, good morning, Ass Family. Happy Pump Day. Um, there you go. Mark in Detroit says, good morning, Ass Family. Hangtown Jen says, mm, uh, I'm torn on this one. The American Pie cover, because... It's cover song week. We started with Radar Love by uh, White Lion doing the uh, the golden earring song, Radar Love. We, we started with that, and then we went into Madonna's version of American Pie. So that's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. But she says, this song is so near and dear to my heart. Some of my best memories of my mom and I road tripping, singing American Pie, but this version sounds like we took a detour somewhere between Sesame Street and the Wiggles. I I love the song American Pie, but it's for a whole different reason. There used to be this uh, entertainer in Reno when I was interning at the news department. Very, very early in my my broadcasting career. His name was Chris Talbot, and he had a dirty version of that. It was, bye-bye, you insensitive fuck. I, I, I hope you get run over by a Peterbilt truck. I don't remember the rest of it because I was always drunk when I was seeing him. But his name was Chris Talbot. Super funny guy. Good guitar player. Good dude, too. But that's why I love American Pie so much. Aldo says, I have the Star Wars version in my head. Okay. Uh, Mike D says, uh, Good morning, asses. Hump Day Hump is here. Day. Yeah. Hump Day. Hump uh, Day. Hump Day. Alicia says, Morning, everyone. It's 45 and it's supposed to rain now. Hey. Hey. Congratulations. Congratulations. Reason number 846,001, uh, not to fuck with Alicia, she got her purple belt last night. How about that? How about that? Big old purple belt, so congratulations on that. Ryze says good morning. Aldo says it's Wednesday. You know what that means? Uh, yeah, I do. Home Home day. day And a new episode of AEW Dynamite tonight. Morning, y'all. All right. Uh, I think tonight is from Garland. No, I didn't get tickets. They didn't give me any media passes, and their their tickets are, I mean, insanity. That's how much their tickets are. And the little shit place that's in Garland, it's right by the Sam's Club over in Garland. They charge like $15 to park on the damn parking lot. It's a GISD building, Garland Independent School District. Fuck that shit. I ain't paying that. Sassy Pammy says good morning. Hangtown says, Ass Family, I have to share. I hit a huge goal as of yesterday. I paid off everything. I owe not one bill, not one car payment, not one credit card, not one collections. My credit score hits 750. I'm officially on the saving end of my goal. Eight months, and I'll be a homeowner in a new state. So fucking proud of me. I had to share. That is awesome right there. That, that, that deserves... There you go. And you know what, Hangtown Gin, just for you, I'm gonna play today's sexual thing. Today is the Boston Pancake.
2: The man defecates on the woman's chest, patting down the fresh pile into a flat cake. He then proceeds to ejaculate onto the freshly pressed cake, mimicking a hot dash of syrup on a stack of buttermilks. It took me and my wife years to get the Boston Pancake right. I have IBS and could never quite get the consistency right. I found the less water I drink the night before, the more solid it turns out. But get a good spatula. The lumps can be difficult.
1: There you go. Congratulations, Jen. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alicia says thank you. Congratulations, Alicia. One r- more reason not to piss you off. Hey, Rise, good morning. She says uh, congratulations, Jen. Where are you moving? Alicia says great job, Jen. Hang down. Jen says congratulations, Alicia. I still want to come so you compete, uh, I'll be the one in the crowd with the finger guns. Uh, all right, let's see. Hang <laughs> down, Jesus says, dear fucking Jesus. And Andrew says, well, what a time to show up. Yes. Uh, all kinds of stuff to get to on the show today. A very special edition of the worst gift story coming up in just a little while. Uh, before I really get into everything, The massive Christmas tree that Fox News has out in front of its building in Manhattan. (laughs) I swear to God. Why does everything have to be political? It was burned down. How do you burn down a Christmas tree? It's 50 feet high. The red, white, and blue themed tree. 100,000 lights. 10,000 glass ornaments. And somebody climbed up it and burned it down. My God, you fucking savages out there. Come on. It's Christmas. Yeah, look, look. this is the way the music's going to go. So the rest of this week is cover songs. Next week, we'll go back to the regular style of things. And then Friday, we'll do a live music show, which just, you know, cuts from live performances. And then and then the next week, I'm going to do a whole week of Christmas music because it's the week before Christmas. And I'm halfway into Christmas spirit, halfway. I mean, I could teeter either way. But I'm going to do a whole week of Christmas songs. And, by the way, the jokes that you'll see up, by the way, today's jokes are, uh, why does Stevie Wonder hate sushi? Because it's seafood. That's just funny. And the other joke was, What do you call two jalapenos getting it on? Fucking hot. (laughs) That's just dumb. So I've got got all kinds of good stuff. No, no Christmas music? Come on, you know I'm going to pick out good Christmas music. Or no to the burning of the Christmas tree. They spent so much time covering that story on Fox News this morning. Oh, I imagine they did. And rightfully so, somebody burned down a Christmas tree in All-American Christmas. And they decided to burn it down. I mean, that that's just shit. Okay, now that person deserves the death penalty. You know, don't burn down someone's Christmas tree. You just don't. No, of course not. That's bullshit. I, got, I, I just got to say bullshit. I'll just turn the music down dur- during the music. Okay, all right, fair enough. I've never done a whole week. I've done day, a day. Maybe I'll just do a couple days. Maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I don't know. As much Andrew sister as possible. They're about all I can take. And of course, Elvis Blue Christmas. Oh, we might play Blue Christmas every day. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on. You know I can nail that song. Hold on, where 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 is old Elvis? Hold on. Let's see. Uh Where's Blue? I'm kind of listening out of my other ear here. Bubba, see if he's throwing up or something. Because Bubba's not, Bubba's not feeling good. Oh, I don't have Blue Christmas in here. Oh, yes, I do.
3: I'll, I'll have a Blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue.
1: Of okay, there you go. That's all you get today. That is all you get today. Uh, I love blue. Blue Christmas is my favorite one. Uh, Buenos dias, Ogre. He says, Buenos dias, Familia. Jen, uh, you need a bulletproof vest if you're moving to Virginia Beach. Uh, thanks for asking. Rise says it's located on the Avenue of Americas. Uh, two. Fucking savages. Uh, 90% move. certain I'm moving to Virginia, specifically Virginia Beach. Yeah, just stay away from Loudoun County. Amen. Ogre says best Christmas song ever. Amen. Amen. Fucking savages burning down a Christmas tree just because it's at Fox News. Now we we I, I hope somebody goes and burns down whatever pagan thing they have up at CNN. They probably have a a, a, a holiday Cuomo posted in front of their damn building in Atlanta Fucking Christ man I swear people just suck they, they I mean really as much as I'm a ba humbug most of the year you, you just don't burn down a Christmas tree just don't burn down a, I don't care who you are if CNN has a a festive fucking Anderson Cooper dressed up like a a big elf you don't burn that down come on. Uh, v. Coop says, "Hangtown, I live right across the bridge from Virginia Beach." Well, there you go, there you go. Now, Joe Biden, not not having the uh, the 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 best best days this week. This week is not Joe Biden's week. Good old Father Time himself, Joe. He he's just
4: you you got the vaccination? Yeah. 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 Are, are, you, are are you okay? I mean,
1: shut up, seem- Joe. Okay. No, it works. Or no, okay, Joe, just stop. It seems that Joe's mandate has been blocked in every state in the country. (laughs) So he lost. They'll keep fighting it and keep wasting our tax dollars, but I think it's funny that he lost that. So there's the first big loss that he had. Then you remember he came out yesterday, and he said, hey, We're not going to send any diplomats or any dignitaries to the Olympics. We're still going to send our athletes, but we're not sending anybody else. Well, China decided that they'd respond. And they said they will threaten the administration with retaliation over this decision, warning the move could cause harm bilateral relations. Now, now, I I got one more story to do about Joe Biden, and and we got to talk about something. I'll I'll keep going here. It says uh, China's foreign ministry said it has launched a solemn representation with the U.S. and vowed to take resolute countermeasures. Uh, Jen, I hear Texas is nice, but it's also closed. Very closed. Very, very closed. Shit, it could be a Trumper that burned it down? No, not fans of Fox anymore. Yeah, it could have been. Who? It's a savage. Whoever burned it down. Now, so see, Joe Biden has now pissed off China, and then yesterday, Joe Biden had a a a, a two hour on the phone meeting with Vladimir Putin about this whole Ukraine thing and i guess from what i understand the phone call didn't go all the way for biden so i just want i just want you guys to think about this and i don't want you to think donald trump here cuz i'm not even going to say donald trump this is all about joe biden have you noticed that in the first 10 months, 11 months almost of this guy's presidency. He has angered the two of the three world's biggest superpowers. We're the third. Russia and China hate us now. Isn't it funny how those countries went from not really respecting us but more of a fear of America what, wondering what America would do if they fucked up instead now they are threatening china china throws out all these threats all the time that that oh you better not fuck around in that you know the sea of japan or wherever wherever taiwan is you fuck around you're going to find out now we're fucking around here and we're going to find out about the olympics And russia the most we got out of Russia was a, 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 a topless horseback riding Vladimir Putin. Hell, with Joe Biden, he's going to whip his cock out in the next photos. This is a man. Th- these, are, these are world leaders that have zero, and I mean zero, respect for Joe Biden. And I, I don't say this to be a sexist. I don't. But if something were to happen and Kamala Harris takes over, they have less respect. This is more of their piggish man syndrome over there. And, and it'll be a lot more countries that don't have respect for America because a woman's leading them. And I know, I, look, look, Hill Merkel, that gal who led Germany for a while, a verdict, the jury's still out on that if she had cock and balls or not. I'm just saying. These countries don't respect females in general. I mean, for Christ's sake, in Afghanistan, they're giving dogs heroin so they stay with the men who are homeless so the men have something to hold on to at night. God almighty. I mean, it, it amazes me that this is like, this isn't a roller coaster ride that America's on. This is one of those cliffhanger rides where it takes you all the way up and then it drops you out and then just free falls. That's what we've done in the world. We have free fallen for the last 11 months to where China is waving their little dicks at us and Russia's got their big massive pythons they're waving at us. And here we are, America, not doing anything about it. Oh, no, we're going to burn down a Christmas tree instead. we got so much infighting going on that we're losing sight of the rest of the world. It angers me. It angers me. Yesterday was a day that will live in infamy, as said before, by many other better broadcasters than me. Yesterday was the 80th remembrance, the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. The event that started to make America the country in the world. And look where we are today. We have a senile old man who can't speak in public running things. By the way, to all those liberals who I've talked to in the past that said I was so wrong about Joe Biden, Where you at now? Told you. Look, look. You know. You know. I don't like it. You know. I don't like it, people. But
4: well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so.
1: Nobody respects this guy. He—he's a buffoon. I. Joe Biden, you're not a president. You're a
3: piece of shit. I'm gonna get in trouble with my pre- my staff. Yeah, go ahead, but I pre- pretend that you didn't answer you. Come
1: on, man, pathetic. We have an administration and military shitbag China or anyone else respects anymore. Yeah, Joe uh, just has a habit of pissing people off, but he is very popular from what I hear. Like 80 million people allegedly wanted him in office, right? Uh, America's a joke right now under this administration. 81 million, Douglas. Don't you change that piece of shit. You could be fact-checked and then banned. You're wrong about Biden. You never said he was going to be this bad. No, I... Yeah, <laughs> blah,
5: blah, blah. Uh,
1: I, I, I said he was going to be this bad. I didn't say it was going to be this fast. Come on now. Look, look, look. Give me some credit here. I told you it was going to be bad. I didn't know it was going to be within the first year of his presidency. And I'm not saying that Donald Trump would be better, okay? What I'm saying is anyone would be better. Anyone who who knew anything. Hell, give me anybody except Kamala and, and Pete Booty gig. I don't want him in there either. There had to be better representatives in there. For president. And, and that, it, it, hell, give me damn Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren's got a bigger set of balls than Joe Biden. Fuck, where was Al Gore? do not say, I'm saying Trump would have been better. Hey, look, look, Trump's a part of anybody. I'll take anybody for a thousand, Alex. Look, like th- this whole idea, look, everybody wants to shit on Trump and and, and, and everybody says Trump's going to be better. Look, look, yes, Trump would have been better. Honestly, a monkey fucking a football would be better than what is in office right now. Okay? This is a joke. Would you have taken Bernie or Beto? I, I, look, I think that they would have had similar results. I I honestly think that, that Bernie or Beto would have gone down this fiery pit as well. Now, red and white, you bring this one up. I do think Hillary would have been better. I mean, it's an awful choice. And I think eventually she would have gotten where Joe is already. I'm terrified of the next three years. I mean, honestly... I am truly terrified. And when I say anybody, I don't literally mean anybody. Stop throwing up all these terrible people like the squad. No, uh, of course, uh, prisoners, they would not be better than Joe Biden. Gangs, no, not better. I, I do believe that Hillary would have been, she would have gone dead. this would have taken Hillary three years to accomplish at least. Bernie would have been so much worse. Brett, oh, you're just now joining. Brett, I played your request. He sent me an email saying play Radar Love in the cover songs. I did that to start the show today. Lincoln Riley, there's a funny story about a, uh, a state senator in Oklahoma that wants to rename three inches. <laughs> this is a true story. Three inches of a state highway that leads right into New Mexico, the Lincoln Highway. <laughs> Lincoln Riley highway because he's so pissed off at Lincoln Riley. I heard that story today and I just started laughing. This entire year it has felt like 4 years. I like sometimes I think how many days? Oh, that's right. This is still the first year. Oh, with Hillary we would be feared. You fuck around with America, we're going to fucking we're going to do something to you, bad. We're going to show up in your fucking cell and choke you to death and lose all the videotapes. Wink, wink. Oh, thanks, Arnie. Sorry I was late. I suck. No, you don't suck. Don't worry about it, bud. I could go for President Monkey fucking a football. Now, at least that'd be fun to watch. What about a President Omar, LMAO? Oh, we would become a nation of Islam. It's not the size of the, (laughs) it's how you use it. But dear Lord, three inches seems a bit short on the side. I'm sure it was late on an expressway. I drove through Starbucks in Norman last week. God damn it. They have a Starbucks there already? Good for them. Uh, And they had a tip jar, also a separate jar called Lincoln Riley hate jar. It had more more in it. Uh, You fuck around with the Hillary administration, you'll commit suicide. Arnie States would do a better job than Joe Biden. I'm serious. I'll tell you this right now. Arnie States would not be putting up with the bullshit. I would not be politically correct. Uh, All of Congress would hate me because I would show up at their congressional meetings, and I'd be like, hey, figure this shit out. It's your fucking job. And I'd leave. I would be the first president to, to swear as bad as I do on the mic. I ain't fucking around. Hey, hey, China, you're going to have those. Look, I I, actually, I commend Joe Biden in actually doing something about China. I mean, it's the least amount that he can do by not sending diplomats there. But show your balls, man. Fucking do not let the fucking athletes go there. I, I don't know about you guys. Um... I am getting really tired of all this shit about China. Everybody knows what's happening in China, yet nobody does anything about it. See, that's what America used to do. We used to do shit like that. And yes, before anybody gets, gets to me, yes, it bites us in the ass a few years later. Of course it does. And then we have to take care of that problem. For example, I'll go back to the 1980 Winter Olympics, or Summer Games, I think they were in Moscow. I'm, I'm not sure what it was. Uh, it was Summer Games. And President Jimmy Carter, who looks like such a hulking figure standing next to Joe Biden now, Jimmy Carter didn't let our athletes go. Now, that was before, you know, the, the Olympics were such a monetary gigantic success for television. But he didn't let him go. And he didn't let him go because of the Soviets' invasion of Afghanistan. Now, I was nine years old, eight eight going on nine in that Olympics. And I recall it. I mean, I, I remember it. It was the summer games because in 1980, they had the winter games in uh, Lake Placid. Do you believe in miracles? Okay. And... What happened? We did something. We didn't send our troops. Russia got mad at us, so you know what we did? Then we, we decided to give Afghans a bunch of weapons. And they actually turned the Russians away. They turned the Russians away. This small, little, feeble country turned them away because they were willing to fight. Then Now, now granted, I know, Afghans turned their back on us, and now the Taliban runs Afghanistan. I understand. This is what happens. We help countries out, and then they turn their backs on us. Look how bad France treats us. They're an ally, but they treat us like shit. You rid of all that French cooking, beating be nothing but sauerkraut if it weren't for us motherfuckers. Same with you, England. Your food still sucks. Germans could have probably fucking improved it. I, I, I just, I, I have to shake my hand. Shake my head. By the way, uh, Joe Biden is responsible for something else uh, that hasn't been done in a long time. You ready? Deportations under the Biden campaign have fallen to the lowest level since the mid-90s. Well, isn't that great? Isn't that awesome that we're allowing more illegal people in this country and we're deporting less of them? Fantastic. Counterpoint, the French treat everyone like shit. Oh, I understand, Jen, but if it weren't for us, they'd be in a whole lot of trouble. I never recalled such a long countdown to the midterms. Amen. President Janet Jackson, we'd be a rhythm (laughs) nation. Rhythm nation. Uh, let's see, uh, President States would bring back Stone Cold Kaylee McCaney. Oh, you goddamn right. She's going to be my press secretary. And I'm going to tell her not to hold back. If you feel the need to let a, a swear word go, you let that swear word go. Oh, look, it, no, uh-uh. I will pull the plug on the FCC. I will walk, th- this would be me. I, I would go, oh, I'm the president now? Can anybody show me where the FCC is? Okay. And, and, and when I'm fixing to walk into that door, where the hell did it go? God damn it. When they see me, I kick that door in and I say, you're all fucking fired. We are disbanding the Federal Communications Commission in terms of television and radio. Y'all want to make sure you fucking... Hair dryers work still okay, that's fine. You keep that department open. But you can no longer find radio stations. Except one. No finding of television. If we want to say fuck on TV, we can say fuck on TV. That's what I'd do. First, that'd be the first thing i do. First goddamn thing I do is go into the FCC and start cracking skulls. Dr. Pepper would be the official beverage. There'd be a lot of changes under this administration, let me tell you. Let me tell you something, bro. And that's how I would do my, I would do all my press conferences like I was doing a wrestling interview. Chris, I'm glad you asked me that question, brother. You imagine that I'm in my 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 suit. Hell no I wouldn't be in a suit. I'd be in t-shirts. I'd be in a t-shirt a tuxedo t-shirt. On my inauguration night. I'd be in a tuxedo t-shirt. Well, let me tell you something. I ran and I'd be pointing at the camera. Every fucking interview would be done like a shoot interview. Oh yeah. American Madness running wild, brother. (laughs) What you going to do when the red, white, and blue come for you? Oh, man, that would be fantastic. I would take this country back in a second. Hey, by the way, student loans, we're, we're, we're collecting them all. Hey, hey, uh, uh, Treasury Department, you send all your little IRS people after the student loan people first. You let these good, hardworking working Americans, yeah, you let them keep some more of their money. Get rid of all kind of dumbass social programs. Save the ground shrimp. No, no, we're going to be killing all ground shrimps. We're going to be fucking raking every damn national forest out there. And hey, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the environmental shit going. I'm gonna fund wind power, solar power, I'm gonna fund all that shit. But I'm also going to allow coal and oil. That's what's called a free market. Mm mm mm. Oh man. I could clean this place. I I, I would I would do some good, but more bad than good. Probably, our foreign relations would be terrible. I go to meet the Queen. Don't curtsy or whatever. I I would fart in front of the Queen too. I, that 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 would be me. I I would do that. Joe Biden did one thing right in his presidency. He farted in Buckingham Palace. Mm mm mm. God damn, that'd be fun to be president whole plane to yourself. I'm painting that son bitch. Ain't going to be that stupid white and blue shit anymore. I'm going to paint it to be a big old, you know what? I'm going to paint it as an eagle. Air Force One is that. Remember, remember how, hey, it can be done. Southwest used to paint their planes to look like a goddamn whale. Why can't I make Air Force One look like an eagle? How kick-ass would that be? You see that big sun bitch rolling in, you're fucking scared. I'd have him put a horn on there that goes kah, 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 whenever we landed. We could truly say the eagle has landed. The White House would be repainted the burnt orange house. Hook 'em. I'd have a I'd have a burnt orange room. I I I look, I dig the White House. I'd have bigger guns on the roof though. Oh, really? You want to protest? By the way, did you see the dickhead protesters yesterday? The dickhead protesters in Washington, D.C.? Well, let's handle this one as President States would. Left-wing group uh, in Washington, D.C. started to block traffic on the nation's capital to demonstrate against the administration and lawmakers they believe have failed them in the initiative dubbed Shut Down D.C. Now, why is it a big deal they did it yesterday? It's because yesterday was fucking the Pearl Harbor Day. You can't shut down DC on Pearl Harbor Day, so guess what? I'm gonna Pearl Harbor your asses. I am going to have look the and the first dogs because we'd have a couple dogs. We'd have we I I would get me one of them Tibetan mastiffs. That'd be the first dog I ride, and I'd ride that out to my press conferences. Motherfucker, I would fill up I would fill up balloons with that Tibetan Mastiff's fucking poop. And guess what? We are going to fucking Pearl Harbor these fucking people that are blocking the roads. You want some big dog shit dropped on you? You block the roads on fucking Pearl Harbor Day. Dickheads. What kind of assholes do that? And somebody has a sign Demilitarize everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're going to get hit with feces. Feces bombs are coming. I, I swear to God. Oh, man, that'd be so much fun to be president. The, the same kind of assholes. Would, yeah, exactly. And those assholes would have stink bombs dropped on them. I had never watched the movie Pearl Harbor, and I saw it on TV last night for the first time. I was like, hell yes, drop that bomb after seeing they portrayed that film. I'll protest the burnt orange room. (laughs) Oh, Harrison, you'll happy to be known that one of my mantras will always be America guns up. Come on now. Protest too much, I'll just shut down Texas Tech University. How about that? hmm. Let's see. How else would uh, uh, uh th- this is so dumb to me? God Almighty! I, I how how does this stuff happen? This is in New York City. New
5: York City.
1: Yeah. Come on, New York is expected to give some voting rights to non-citizens. Well, they can only vote in local elections. Really, really, they can lo- they they can er- elect somebody to local elections, and then that local person who these illegals and these non-residents of America elected then somehow get to a state level and they get reelected and then they get to this other powerful level because we mo- we know that most people only vote on names that they know and people that are in office their names aren't pretty much known how can you allow non-residents to vote for shit in this country and they're not even a part of it unbelievable Shut down Texas Tech and the aggregate IQ goes up. Oh, by a lot. The way you just said dogs reminds me of David Barnett, Coastal Carolina coach and one of my favorite pressers ever. We need more dogs. Yeah, we do. Look, look, I've been saying that about the Longhorns for a long time. You need one guy on the team. See, you need somebody on your team like Lawrence Phillips. All you old college football fans know who Lawrence Phillips is. He's a bad motherfucker. Okay, You want to know why Nebraska was good for so long? People like Lawrence Phillips. See, Lawrence Phillips to me is the kind of guy that everybody on the team knows he can kick their ass. He's the toughest guy on the team. And they don't fuck with him. But he also knows that Lawrence Phillips will fucking destroy anybody who fucks with his teammates. You see, that's what we need in this country. We need people that are loyal. We need tough people that are loyal, that will stand up for what is right. Oh, if I was president and I heard about a a football league that banned a coach because they won by too big of a margin, I would send the National Guard in and I would stop them from playing games to allow that coach back in. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. We have to start at the rudimentary level. We have to go all the way down and start rebuilding America back up because we have too many young pussies that are growing up to be these older pussies. My generation did it. Not me, my generation. They raised all these pussies. The people that are in their 50s, you probably have kids that are maybe in their 30s now, who have kids, and they're all soft. They're all, let let me say it as we say it here in the South, they're all yellow. We got to start toughening kids up again, people. We do. We got to let them know that, 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 that there are some places that don't have safe spaces. The kids are going to make fun of them because kids are fucking mean. I'm so sick of this, 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 this safe world that we've created. And I know that sounds terrible, but this safe world has made us weak. I will make a prediction right now. I'm not going to put it on the official sheet because I'm 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 positive of this one. We will be sending representatives to the Beijing Games and diplomats. We will be doing that. Why? Because our administration has no balls. They've been clipped. And as far as Russia goes, we aren't going to do anything about that. We might say, well, we'll sanction you here and there, this and that. Vladimir Putin has proven he is going to take advantage of every weak leader he can. Vladimir Putin ain't gonna stop. Vladimir Putin's gonna keep pushing. Uh President States would federalize national baseball umpires to uphold the strike zone. You're goddamn right. Strike zone is from the fucking armpits to the knees. I if I'm if I'm sitting in the White House watching the Rangers play and there's a pitch and it crosses at the belt right down the middle and they don't call a strike on it. I am getting in. Uh, I'm getting in the Air Force 1 painted like an eagle. I'm flying there and I'm stopping the game. I'll have nothing but federal troops with me. We'll storm the field. All guns will be pointed at umpires. Hurricane hits Louisiana. Quick, President State sends in the National Guard. Arnie looks around from the Oval Office, which is now adorned in a Longhorn theme, and shakes his head. Sadly, Louisiana is going to have to fend for itself. National Guard is on duty protecting our basic rights. They're at college football games, and that's why I'm president. I have to make the tough calls. See, President States would, like, 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 like. let's tell the truth about Hurricane Katrina, shall we? Let's go back in time. Let's go back in time, shall we? Because President Bush was such a bad guy, right? That's about enough music. Yeah, okay. Uh President Bush offered the National Guard. He offered troops to come into Louisiana three days before Hurricane Katrina hit. Three days. The governor at the time, some fat fucking bitch, and then there was Ray Nagin, the mayor of New Orleans, who, he's a mayor, fuck him. They said, no, states' rights, states' rights, we've got this. I'm not kidding, I, I, I'm i not making this up, people. Ray Nagin, the mayor of Louisiana, um, New Orleans, his exit plan was to use school buses after the hurricane hit. And I have, and I always will equate it to, a fire department that waits until the house burns down before you send in the rescue unit. Because after Katrina hit, guess what? That that school bus yard where all these buses were that were going to get people out of there? Yeah, it it, it was sadly underwater. Oh, yeah. Everybody makes such a big deal. Oh, well, why did it take so long? Well, it takes a while to get fucking supplies to a million people. Though the president wanted to start it three days earlier. But uh, I, you know what? If I see the meteorologist and I've got one weather guy that I trust, I get that dude who stands in the hurricanes from fucking the weather channel. He says, yeah, it's going to come right through here. I'd be like, all right, well, fuck your state's rights. I'm mandating it. You ain't got time to go to the Supreme Court and get this blocked. Um Ray Nagin is a total piece Yeah, he was a total piece of shit, and that's why he got fucking voted out. And Bobby Jindal then took over as governor. A Republican in Louisiana, which is pretty much unheard of. Because they're all a bunch of dumb fucking Cajun rednecks there. They they look, look. Anytime one of the Longs, Huey Long was governor of the state of Louisiana for a while, you want to know why, D- do you really want to know why their levy system broke? I'll tell you why their levy system broke. Is because the federal government had been giving Louisiana money for years to upgrade their levy system. The politicians in Louisiana have been more crooked than question marks since Huey Long. All you got to do is watch that Sean Penn movie. Probably one of the best movies Sean Penn ever made next to Fast Times at High and the original Bad Boys movie where he portrayed uh, Huey Long and how corrupt Huey Long was. And there is a long line of corruption when it comes to Louisiana government officials. President of states gives a State of the Union speech and sees Pelosi tearing up. He DDTs d- her and stuffs the torn papers into her mouth. Well, oh, that bitch tears up my fucking speech. We're gonna go at it. We're gonna have words. Let to tell you right now, the first thing I do when I when I do the State of the Union, because uh, under the un, under the Constitution I have to, I'd be like, hey, look, school kids, sorry. Everybody that wanted to watch the Bachelor night, sorry. I got to do this. My invited guest one of my invited guests would be Stone Cold Steve Austin where i give him the Congressional Medal of Honor. Steve, for all that you sacrificed and all you did for us, here you go. George Strait would play me in. Give him the Congressional Medal of Honor as well just because he's George Strait. No, I won't have Green Mist in. I'll I'll give her a big old facial of Copenhagen. Because you know I'm going to have a big old dip in while I'm fucking up there addressing the country. Have me a spitter. Have me a spitter from Dickies. Big yellow spitter up there. (laughs) Man, I can see this presidency now. Oh, man. I just fucking, hey, it would be awesome. Go up there in a pair of fucking cut-up jean shorts. I don't know why they got to wear a suit and tie all the time. Nobody takes them that seriously. I'm going to go up there with a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a couple cans of Copenhagen. We're good to go. My first one, I'm going to look at the cameras and go, look, we're going to be here a while. There's a lot of shit I got to fix. Don't worry, I can say shit because I closed down the FCC earlier today. Now, kids, you can't say the word shit yet. I'm going to treat you kids like my parents treated me. I had to wait until 13 before I could start cursing. And even then, I couldn't say the F word in front of my mama. So if you're in front of your mom, you can't say fuck. Everything else is okay. Now, let's get on to fixing the rest of this country. Ooh, but there is one group of people that would hate me. I, I mean, look, I already understand there's a lot of groups that are going to hate me. But one group in particular, and they have been known as the alphabet people, and I ain't talking about, like, gay dudes or lesbian chicks. I'm going after that one, le- and I'm not going after them. I'm just going to they're not going to like me. And that's the T word. I'm be like, look, I'm gonna pass a law here because we need to save our lexicon, our verbiage. They cannot be used as a singular pronoun. Okay. If you're a boy, if you're born with well, wiener and balls. That's why I'll say it. I'll say if you're born with wiener and balls, and and you think that you were meant to be a gal with a hoo-ha and boobs, you go right ahead and be that hoo-ha and boobs. But your pronoun is she and her. Stop all this non-binary shit. I still don't know what it means, and I still don't care. I'm tired of this bullshit. Off topic, but do you think Kim Potter will get a fair trial on the death of Dante Wright? I don't know enough about the story, Douglas. V. Coop says President States will sneeze and accidentally, quote unquote, hit the button to nuke North Korea, Afghanistan, and Tennessee. That'd be a good start. Non-binary equals person seeking attention. Oh, okay, that sounds right. You know what I do with Tennessee? I I tell Tennessee this. I go, look here. Look, look. If you're a resident in Tennessee, I'm going to give you uh, 60 days to get all your shit and get out. We'll give you free housing somewhere else. I'm turning the entire state into a prison. Remember how they did Australia? We're going to put up big old prison walls all along the border. Sure, it's gonna it's gonna fuck up traffic. I, I already know it's gonna fuck up traffic, but I'll figure something out. She's the officer that grabbed her gun by accident when she was trying to tase him. Uh, do I think she'll get a fair trial? I, I hope she does. I I mean that that's my hopes. Do I think it'll happen? Probably not. She's gonna fight she's gonna be found guilty. Isn't she white? Is this the one that happened in the car, and the guy drove off? Is that is that finally made it to trial? What happened to that one amendment that says we're guaranteed a fair and speedy trial? V. Uh, Coop, what does President State pardon OJ as long as he confesses first? No, I, no. I no, look. I. What do I have to pardon OJ for? I'll have, I'll pardon OJ, and he'll admit to me that he stole the suit from the guy's hotel room. She's white, he's black. Yeah, he ain't. She, look, look. Like I said. And, and and look, hey. I think those guys in Atlanta got a fair trial. This is a little on the murky side. Do I think she'll get a fair trial? It, this is my, my, what I have to say about this. Whatever way this turns out, one group won't be happy. If if she's found, and, and, and by the way, I don't think a lot of people are going to be happy. If she's found guilty, uh, I don't, that, that's not going to make anybody happy. If she's found innocent, that's for sure not going to make people happy. So, I'll I'll say yes. I think she gets a pair of Once again, I hope. Under President Sace, Bill Cosby would get chased by a stalker named Dog the Bounty Hunter, just like the running man. Was she a new cop, Uh, like panicked and just made a mistake, or an experienced cop? I don't remember enough about the story. I'll look it up. Oh, oh, Jenny US6, amen. Okay, so so day one has been jam-packed with stuff. Day two. First thing I'm doing is taking Marine One, the helicopter, and we're flying to Augusta, Georgia, and I am going to play Augusta National. And if they don't allow me on, I will I, I will take over the land. I'll eminent domain the land for America. So I played Augusta. And, and look, I got a golf cart and I got cell phones. Gen US six, yes. No more paper straws. Paper straws suck. And I'm not even trying to be funny here. I hate paper straws. I hate paper straws with every fiber of my being. I don't use straws like like if I go to Chili's or something like that. If I go to Chili's, I'm fucking desperate as shit. Uh, But if I'm in a restaurant and they got a glass, I never use a straw. Just don't. I drink it right out of the glass. Now, with my straw, when Braddy Kid and I go... If it's a regular old plastic straw, then I can wrap it up in my fingers and she can flick it and it sounds like a firecracker going off. Okay, that's fun. You can't do that with the paper ones. The paper ones are nasty. They make the the soda taste terrible. I'm closing down every paper straw company in America. Outlawing it. Uh, let's see. And the mask mandate, did you address it? There's no mask mandate. <laughs> so If I have a reporter ask me about COVID, I just laugh at him and go, next. Next. But yeah, my country would be badass. And by the way, these firefighters who have been suspended in LA, 113 of them, guess what, boys uh, and girls? You're now the official uh, White House firefighters. Come on here. We'll work with you here. President of the states uses the Baldwin defense when it comes to pollution.
3: Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't no, pull no. the trigger. No, 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 no. no, no. no. I, I would never point I, a gun at anyone and pull a
1: trigger. I, 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 I would never. never pollute in the in, in the in the world. No, 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 no. Mexican pizza would be back. You're goddamn right, even though that is already coming back, and I'll take credit for it now. Uh, executive order one, only fried apple pies and fast food. Yes. Executive two, in drive throughs you cannot alter the menu item because you don't like tomatoes or whatever. Exec- I can't go along with that one. I'm going to change number two there. Number three, McRib is available year-round. Yes. Now, I got to change that one. McRib is available year-round, and all-day breakfast is back and mandatory at all fast food, not just McDonald's. Now, if you don't want pickles on your sandwich, then, you know, look, look. I'll tell you, you're lucky I don't just mandate that they have 50 sandwiches ready to go under a heat lamp, and we bring back Styrofoam. But my number two order, in drive throughs children are not allowed to order. They don't have a poopy burger. Kids can't make decisions. Kids can can barely use the fucking toilet on their own. And now you want them to pick out what they want to eat? I want an ice cream. No. You immediately have to leave the area. Condemn Norman for military tests? Yes, Absolutely. Psychiatric military testing. Norman, Oklahoma, and, and, and a lot of Oklahoma will be a big, gigantic psychiatric hospital. Oh, <laughs> uh, Anything else? Oh, man, that's just funny. That's just funny stuff, people. Come on. You got to laugh about that shit. By the way, this is, this is a story. Um, I, I got to say, uh, I had this story when Douglas sent it to me yesterday, and thank you for sending it to me, Douglas. In, in all seriousness here, this is really awful. This is awful beyond a lot of things. This happened in the Los Angeles Unified School District. A mom in California has claimed that her 13-year-old son was told by school officials not to say anything after being given a COVID-19 shot in exchange for pizza. Now, now you're taking it too far. You you are oh oh by the way Fauci, he's he he's going to be imprisoned. I'm sending him to Tennessee. He's he's prisoner one. Um her son came home from Barack Obama Global Prep Academy. Jesus Christ, he's already got fucking schools named after him with a vaccine card telling her that he accepted the shot after he was offered pizza. The kid's 13. If the parents didn't, yeah, I, I the, the I can't do the Indian story right now. Uh, I, I'm 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 too good of a mood right now to do it. Um. This is this is so bad. That a school official told a kid, "Don't tell your parents." Usually you say that when you hand a kid drugs or alcohol. And you know what you're doing. See, the reason why you tell the kid that is that you know what you're doing is 100% wrong. You vaccinated that kid. And, hey, I'm vaccinated. Knock on wood. It's worked for me. Whatever. Okay? But people are allowed to have their rights and their beliefs in this country. And one of those rights is to put whatever they want into their body or not put what they want in your body. And Well, you don't have the right to put shit in your body. Otherwise, all drugs would be illegal. But you do have a say of what goes in there. And a 13-year-old kid cannot consent. He just can't, or she. This is a boy, that's why I said he. I think this is a disgusting display of power manipulation. I mean, I'm 13 years old. You offer me a pizza, you goddamn right, I'm pretty much going to do it. You want me to go over there and sock the principal right in the nuts? I'm going to do it if you give me a pizza. This is wrong. Any administrator who was a part of this that knew about it, that didn't put a stop to it, or didn't call this kid's parents, they should all be fired. Never let them fucking teach again. Never let them around children again. Okay, Ash Family, so here's the question. What would you do? It doesn't have to be the vaccine. It'd be something that you're against at your kid's school. But the teacher said, don't tell your parents, and your kid did it. What would your reaction actually be? There we go. Now I can breathe. Uh, Let's see. Um, School's going to get firebombed. Brad Kidd says, I'd own the school. I would probably be banned from school grounds because I would be there yelling and raising hell. Meet them after hours and hammer down. Okay, that's Ken Dog. Elise says, bring all the hell to the school. Number two, find their homes and go there and terrorize them and their family. Hangtown Jen says, I'd be fucking livid at my kid because they knew better. But most rage and the get justice rage is directed at the school. The teacher who did not stand up for my child in the administration, oh, my God, I'd be going after everyone. See, Nasty says, I may kill somebody. Ideally, I'd like to stay calm, but I just don't think that that would be a possibility. I'm carjacking the milk truck and going Kurt Angle on him. I would hire Kurt Russell to put on Spurs and yell, Hell's coming with me! I, 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 would, I would call the, 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 the school teacher and just say, I hope
0: you die of ass
1: cancer. There you go. I'd Beth Dutton her.
0: I hope you die of ass cancer.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's disgusting. By the way, I do a lot more than that. The the word firebomb I think has been used okay so I can't really do that maybe I'll 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 serve them up a couple Molotov cocktails. Hey guys, you know what time it is? It's Molotov Cocktail Thirty. <laughs> this is the most honest answer I've seen. Probably do something dumb and get arrested. Is it dumb to stand up for your kids? I'm not picking on you here, Douglas. I'm just saying. I don't think it is. I don't care what it is. I, like, 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 if I, the current state that I'm in right now, I would try to treat Arnie Jr. like an adult. I don't, they said this kid was 13, so what is he a kindergartner? Because that's why. I, I don't. I don't know. But if Arnie Jr. at 13 came home and said, Daddy, uh, I got a vaccination card. to would be like, what would you get vaccinated from? COVID. And I would go, okay, well, look, look. We were going to take you to get it because we both have it. And I do. I would go down to that school and, and ask them what gives them the right to inject my kid with anything. Oh, I'd be all over the media with this one. This one would be big. And I would hope that I kept my my cool, but I am going to put them on blast. One little story on the fucking websites isn't going to do it. I am going to be everywhere. Because if they'll do it to my kid over this, they'll do it to your kid over that. (laughs) Molotov cocktails would be the least of their concerns with me against the school and the teacher administration's homes. In an act of true revenge, I would call the school every day and ask if they wanted to renew their extended warranty on a car or offer a free timeshare in Florida or fake health care. They would cry for mercy after a week (laughs) and immigrate to Pakistan. Uh, You don't want to know uh, the kind of fit I threw over Common Core math or the accelerated reader tests. Enough to have my son not be a part of either yet pass with flying colors. And that was just over changing his math ways or doing a silly test. I did not agree with. God knows that I would have done if they'd done something like that to my child. Oh, God, I'm sure I would have reacted. And we could be very well saying, yes, Hangtown Jen does know what it's like to wear communal jail panties, thanks to the one who fucked up school policy. Uh, in California schools, they can give kids hormone treatment without parental consent. I'm sure vaccinations are no different. That's insanity. That is true. That, that's bullshit right there. Oh, but it's our current world that we live in, isn't it? No, isn't that fun? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a good old time. Um, all right, look, let's lighten things up, shall we? Um, I was, uh, I was challenged this week by V. Coop to come up with a list of my all-time worst Christmas gifts. I might have a couple that are not Christmas gifts in there at some point, uh, but I, I've been challenged. <laughs> Y'all ever watch Human Centipede? We're going to be experiencing that live. Uh, he challenged me, though, to come up with a list of every day naming off one of my worst gifts I've ever gotten. And I told the story about the, the flask. And so today's, uh, also I told the, book, the story about the 9-11 coffee table book yesterday. Uh, Arise says, I have a question for the Cali parents. My sister had to meet with the principal because my niece is being bullied and threatened to get her ass beat daily by some other girl. They said there's not much they can do until the girl gets suspended 20 times. She's on number 9. Does that sound right? Wow. Erised, I have a dumb question for you here. I don't know your niece. I don't know your sister. Um, is there any way that, like, I mean, this is going to sound terrible. Can can you equip your niece with, like, a, a, a little taser gun? Little, not one of them little, little, little kid taser guns. It, it's still going to hurt. It's still going to incapacitate somebody. But it's like pink or something. you thought about giving your niece that? Because the school ain't going to do nothing about it. And this girl takes a taser in and tases that girl. That's just one suspension. School ain't going to do nothing about her either. But I bet this bullying problem goes away. Told her to give the bully a good old-fashioned cunt punt. Okay. Do those things. And Rise, I personally have, haven't experienced that, but I'd have to say your niece carry a rock with her and fuck that little bitch up until she's done making those threats. see, why is it that? Why is it now? Wait, 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 wait. Before we get all crazy here. Why is it now that we have to go to the administration and do all this stuff? Where are you parents at? Alicia, I know where you are. And I'm I'm not talking to the ass family here. I'm talking about all the people are listening on cubicles because I'm better than everything they're listening to. I would never come home, ever come home and tell my dad I was getting picked on. Not after the age of eight. When kids were picking on me, and this is a true story. I was eight years old and I came home from school one day crying. Because I was getting bullied. Because kids called me fat. And my dad said, Arnie, you are fat. Not many people can get past that. Oh, my God, I can't believe you're fat. He told me to use that word as motivation to stand up for myself. Arnie, you are fat. You can either lose weight or you can fucking stand up to these bullies. Losing weight was not an option because, well, mom worked at Dr. Pepper, so that shit ain't going to happen. I started learning how to, number one, fight. And then, number two, I started using my words and my acid tongue. You think I talk a lot of shit now? Where do you think it all started? I could eviscerate those kids because, well, when Dad was an alcoholic and you see he would pass out during the day, I would listen to Richard Pryor albums at the age of seven. And when my dad told me to stand up for myself, I knew exactly what I had to do. And I did it. No one has ever been able to use the word fat against me since then, doesn't make me feel bad. I already know I'm fat. You want to you want to call me Fat Boy or something? Good luck, man. Come on, you're better than that. Make something. Make fun of something else with me. Cause I'm I'm fixing to own your ass. That's the lowest hanging fruit you got. Okay, way to pick it. We used to allow kids to stand up for themselves. We used to tell our kids, you have to stop this problem. I don't know what happened during my generation. All this anti-bullying. You want to anti-bully? That's fine. You can only have one child from now on because you can no longer have older siblings. Didn't think about that one, did you? That's where bullies come from. Older brothers, older sisters. They're your first bullies. I caught somebody with that once, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. I, I, it, it, it's not the same. It is the same. It's the exact same. You want to get rid of bullying? You're never going to, and you never should. And the reason why you shouldn't, it teaches kids how to stand up for themselves. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, she's pulling both ways, intentionally stand by doorways to the classroom. My niece goes, too, but that girl doesn't. They approached her after school, too, running at her and screaming that they were going to beat her ass. Luckily, she rides home or her ride showed up. Well, whoever her ride is, let me just tell you, if that was Uncle Arnie coming to pick her up, Uncle Arnie would throw down on them fat bitches. She's also white, and the girl accused her of calling her the N-word when my niece said something about the bullying. Mm-mm. No, I, I, would, I, would, like, I, I would sit down with that girl and go, what did she say exactly? And if it changes at all, that means she's lying. mm No, that ain't going to fly with me. Hang down, Jen says, Arise, I know someone whose daughter was being bullied at school, grade school. She was chubby. They made fun of her. Her dad was the custodian of the school for many, many years. He went to the principal. She said there's nothing they can do, but it is causing a problem mainly. Through the problem was his daughter, as more than one kid picked on her, so it made him transfer her to another school in town. He was so pissed. Things transpired, and he snapped, became one of the only school shootings we've had here. He killed the principal. Lesson: people should think differently about how bullies are treated. Cut it off at the beginning. Don't make parents feel helpless. Yes. You cut it off at the beginning by telling your kids to stand up to that bully. Now, I'm here to tell you real quick. Your kid standing up to that bully does not mean your kid is going to kick that bully's ass 100% of the time. But you see, this whole bullying idea is that when a bully finds somebody that, that fights them back, the bully doesn't want to waste their time with that. And they won't pick on that kid anymore. They move on because they know that kid will fight back. Elise well, is not to be a bitch, but karate doesn't teach her kids how to defend themselves in real life situation. I told my boys, what does breaking a board do for you? That's not going to hinder someone from trying to hurt you. Sounds like this bully is working with a group of cunts. Does your niece have friends? that know what's happening, and will they stand with her to empower her? Good question. Jen, I know exactly what school you're talking about. That was incredibly tragic, yeah. Who cares if someone calls another an N-word? It's not an excuse for violence like people are so fucking weak these days. There are so many worse words to call someone, and once again, they are just words. Once again, you are correct, sir. Hold on a second. I got to change the sound effect machine here and go.
3: Correct the mundo.
1: What happened to that? Oh, I'll tell you what happened with that. All this self-need, all this self-fucking-preservation, all this self-growth and all this bullshit has taught us that words can be very damning. Words have never hurt me. They hurt my feelings, but you know the third rule of this show is fuck your feelings. Somebody hurts my feelings, I'm going to hurt their feelings. The end. This talk of turn the other cheek for how long? This talk of being the bigger person. I don't even know what that means. You got to teach your kids to stand up for themselves. <laughs> Give those bitches a puzzle box with instructions and let her wait for Pinhead to arrive. See how she likes being torn apart by Cinnabites. All right. All right. I I hope we helped Arised. She's in ninth grade. Yeah, time to fight back. Um, all right. Got through everything here? Okay. All right. We got through everything here. Um... All right, so V. Coop had challenged me to come up with the worst Christmas gifts I've ever gotten. I went over the 9-11 coffee table book yesterday. Um, This time I have to talk about someone that that was close to me at one time who actually gave me. I'm not kidding about this. She gave me a bag of golf tees and an American flag golf towel. Now, if you don't know what a golf towel is used for, it's for rubbing mud, taking the towel, and cleaning your clubs and balls with mud and whatever shit gets on the ball. I I, 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 I conveyed to this person, I said, I am not going to use the American flag to, to wipe dirt off of my clubs. It was a terrible gift, and it was given to me by none other than the one and only, Satana. Oh, shit. I, I, I know who this is. I can see it. Oh. Yep. Uh, hello, you're on the show.
6: Ooh, Arnie, it's me, Satana. And I just wanted to say Merry Holidays. I say that because I don't want to offend any Arabs or anything that are possibly, possibly listening right now. And I wanted to know what you're getting me this year.
1: I... Huh, what... First of all, Arab, I don't think Arabs are upset at that. And, and secondly, what I'm getting you? I'm not getting you shit this year, you crazy bitch.
6: What? What are you talking about? You ain't getting me nothing. You better say that again. Uh, hello?
1: No, I'm getting you nothing. Do
6: you not remember the one time I gave you crabs after I sat on that toilet seat at Hooters in Tennessee? How mm-hmm. can you forget that? Mm-hmm. I want me a Hermes bag really? and maybe a purple pair of them uh, Gucci slippers. You know what I'm talking about. Yeehaw, Snapchat.com. Get on it, boy.
1: No, I, I'm not going to get on it. And uh, what does Snapchat have to do with anything? Does anybody even still use Snapchat? My God. No. I well, why, here, Here's an idea. You went to law school that I paid for. Why don't you use some of your lawyer money and purchase that shit yourself?
6: Well, I'm sorry to say I ain't getting you much of anything uh, because you ain't getting me nothing. Plus, uh, but I've had some losses lately at the track, you see. I got into senior citizens racing, and I tried to give them some PEDs, but they, they test them. I mean, they test them tough. And I, and I ain't been able to win no money, so uh, send me money. Uh, hashtag that PayPal. No. SantaNeedsMoney no. y'all. That that's the actual website. No. E Hall Snapchat.
1: No. Stop with that. You're you're letting senior citizens race, and you're you're drugging them. What the fuck is wrong with you? I, I mean, seriously, what is wrong with you? Get out of here.
6: All right, well, since you're being such a Scrooge humbug, I'm going to go, since one of my seniors has got a 40-foot race coming up and Mama needs to get some money. Check me out on TikTok. It's yeehaw.com. Woohoo! Go Vols! Yeehaw! Snapchat! Oh. Happy Holidays! Oh, already, wait before we go. you got to play my song again.
1: Oh, Jesus, her Christmas song. All right, all right. I'll, I'll, if it gets you to go away, I'll play it.
6: <laughs> On the 12th day of Christmas, Arnie didn't give me a 12-pack of malt liquor, 11 Tennessee jockstraps, 10 herpes bumps, 9 giant queefs, 8 day after pills, 7 bathrooms, some booters, 5 giant butt plugs, yep. 4 yee-haws, 3 snapchats, 2 baby scares, and a money shot from a preacher. yee God,
1: there you go, the one and only Satana calling in to ruin yet another fine show here at ArnieRadio.com. All right, we will continue with the show after we play some cover songs. Got some uh, today. I, I think today we got, we want to have a hit going today. Uh, we'll see here. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Mixer like B Coop. By chance, Arnie, do you have the CD your wedding DJ gave you? If so, I have a request. No, I do not. Tell me why, baby, why, baby, why, baby, why you make me cry, baby,
2: cry, baby, cry, baby, cry. Well, I got a crew I want to pick with you. Just like last time when the feathers flew. You're on running while I'm kicking up. With a handful of bills I can't live without you And you know it's true But there's no living with you So what'll I do I'm going honky tonkin', And getting tight as I can And maybe by then You'll appreciate a good man Well, tell me why, baby, why, baby Why, baby, why you make me cry best friend the thing to do was leave you but i should have left then now i'm too old to leave you but i still get sore when you come home a feeling for the knob on the door well tell me why baby why baby why baby why you make me cry baby cry baby my baby cry i can't live without you till the day that i die but tell me why baby why baby why, baby why
3: Why? The old hometown looks the same As I stepped out on the train, and better meet me is my mama and my papa. Down the road I look, and there runs Mary, hair of gold and lips like cherries. It's good to touch the green. Yes, and they'll all come to me Arms reaching, smiling sweetly Oh, whisking to touch the green, green grass of home The old house is still standing Though the pain is cracked and there's that old oak tree that I used to play on. Yeah, down the lane I'd walk with my sweet Mary. Hair of golden lips like cherries. It's good to touch the green. Yes, and they'll all come to meet me Palms reaching, smiling sweetly Oh, it's good to touch the green
1: Can't do it. That was, that was a painful. Now, the first one wasn't bad. Why, Baby, Why? Old George Jones song covered by the one and only Charlotte Pride. God rest his soul. I knew I had to throw at least one Elvis song in this week, and Elvis doing the green, green grass at home. Glorious. Can't go wrong with that. Now, now I I know that I probably picked some music that's your favorite music, and you felt that I've ruined it. So I felt that I had to do the same for me. I love the song "Sweet Home Alabama." I I hate that the football team has incorporated it, but I still love the song. And I found this. It's an album called "Country Music Tribute to Leonard Skinner."d By the way, it's all terrible. I thought though when I first heard the beginning of it, I was like, "Well, this isn't." Great, but the, I, I didn't listen to it all the way through. And the responses on the mixer board were hilarious. on um, 10 <laughs> started off with, nope. <laughs> I think that's my favorite one. Nope. Uh, if I could gong her, I would. Uh, fuck Alabama, I hope Nick Saban gets a pee hole cancer. I turned it off. And then Ogre says, is that Gwen Stefani on Quaaludes? That was horrible, Hot Mama says. Douglas says, that was bad. Alicia says, thank you. That was fucking horrible. Hangtown Jen goes on to say, I was trying to be open-minded, but I'd rather eat a pizza made out of cauliflower crust. Hot Mama says, who was that? Uh, it's Ashley Ray. Wow, is that, that was dog shit. Boy, oh, boy i got to listen to these a little bit more careful now. You're welcome, Brad. Uh, 92, uh, what's next? Billy Eilish singing Freebird. Don't give her that bitch any ideas. I think that song identifies itself as shit. The only good thing about that state is the great city of Greenbow, Alabama. Hashtag Forrest Gump. Uh, the only one who could fuck it up worse is... <laughs> <laughs> the only one that could fuck it up worse is Pitbull. Disappear like bank From ocean to
5: ocean, sea to sea. I'm something that you gotta see. <laughs> yeah! yeah da-dee!
1: Da-dee! A do.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you Latino up a song about Africa? I mean seriously. And you're right, Jen, a pit bull would fuck it up bad. He said, that fucktard could ruin a Hot Pocket. He could ruin an Alabama Hot Pocket, I bet. Um, Go Cincinnati Bearcats against Alabama. Uh, (laughs) As I continue reading your amazing response to that song, uh, I got to admit, I was just getting into that cover of Sweet Home Alabama right before it cut off. Love Elvis and Charlie Pride too. It was te- the Sweet Home Alabama was terrible. That was just awful. Ashley Prey probably said the N word at some point. So get her cancel culture. I'd rather hear in a Delver. Oh God damn you! God damn you! Hello. Yeah, we know it's you.
5: It's
0: me. Yeah,
1: I know. We don't want your version.
0: I was wondering no. if after all these years
1: you'd like no, to. No, no, I, I I really to- wouldn't, but thanks anyway. I don't know. How do you as a country singer fuck up Alabama? She must have been trained at the pit bull school. Oh man. Alright. Alright. So uh, look, look, the next uh, the next set I actually like And there's one in there. I'm going to tell you right now. The songs that we're going to do next will be I Will Survive. I'm not going to tell you who's doing it. Enjoy the Silence, Depeche Mode song, and Nights in White Satin. And, And let me just tell you, the Nights in White Satin for me was a hard one. But the more I hear it, the more I like it. So that's what's coming up. By the way, of those three, my favorite is I Will Survive. But that's coming up next. So, we got two more days. Two more days of covers. And for the most part, the covers have been pretty good this week. Now, there's a cover that we do play on this show all the time. It has to be one of the greatest. Oh yeah! Jezleine 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 I'm begging you please don't take that girl Hey rise come on gisling, now gisling, 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 gisling. Please don't take her to that awful man Hey rise I had to delete your comment I know everybody saw it already your but I, I'm not telling the who's doing them fancy yet. Fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening. Your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy. Ghislaine. The Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, is underway. And I liked how the mainstream media covered it for the first couple days. For the first, because everybody said, oh, mainstream media is not going to cover this. They're not going to cover this. And they covered it for the first couple days. But not yesterday. For some reason, it wasn't on any newscasts or anything that I saw. I had to kind of search for this. Uh, one of the accusers, the Maxwell accuser, Carolyn. Testified she'd been, she had visited the billionaire's home over a hundred times between the age of 14 and 18, was paid $300 a visit, and went on to say that Jisleen felt my boobs and said I had a great body for Mr. Epstein and his friends. Carolyn is actually her real name. She opted to use only her first name rather than a pseudonym. She claims that another uh, one of the victims, Virginia Roberts, was also there and is the one who introduced her to Epstein. After 45 minutes of massaging his back, he turned over, and Virginia Roberts started having sex with him. When asked why she continued to go back, she said it was because she was young, and $300 was a lot of money. I, I, I still want names. Maxwell came in, felt my boobs. She told me that'd be great, it says. Uh, becoming emotional. Carolyn said that Maxwell took off her clothes and Carolyn left her a bra and underwear on. Carolyn Virginia Roberts was also there. Also taking the stand yesterday was uh, FBI analyst Kimberly Metter, who testified as the court was shown a photo of Maxine massaging Epstein's feet, while another pair, uh, uh, while the other pair was kissing. This is just. This is. This case is beyond disgusting. It's beyond gross. It's beyond nasty. And if justice isn't done, I don't even know what to do. I know people aren't going to be protesting in the streets and burning shit down because a bunch of white girls were fucking abused for years and years and years. I understand that. But if something isn't done in this Ghislaine Maxwell case and names aren't named, it will show what a travesty our judicial system has turned into. We know, come on, we all know that that Jeffrey Epstein didn't hang himself. We We, we all know that. We can play along and, and, and nod politely when they say he did, but we all know he didn't. We know that he was murdered in that cell because he knew what it was going to take to get him off. No pun intended. And that would be naming people like Bill Clinton. Chris Tucker. Well, that's not going to go very far. Kevin Spacey. These are the official names that have been released. I don't want to release any unofficial names yet. But he knew that those people, these powerful people, would do him in, and they did. I bet you, I bet you, as soon as he was arrested and he found out they were going through his home, he knew he was dead. And I'm surprised, I, I guess that they actually have security watching G- Galeen Maxwell or whatever her fucking name is. It's so gross. Uh, I think there is or should be no shame for that girl who's, uh, who was a girl at that time, not even a woman. She was doing what she could to earn money. I feel like the question of why did you continue to go back was hostile and aggressive. You're right, it was hostile and aggressive, and I think they asked because they wanted to put that into play. About why girls were going back is because they were picking on poor girls. This is in South Florida. Not all of South Florida is like South Beach. South Florida is a fucking pit in some areas. And they were going to those areas and luring these girls, knowing that they wouldn't say anything to risk not getting the $300. I, I Look, I understand you being upset with that question, but it was asked with every right intention involved. It's obvious why she went back, trust me. Any young man in her situation who's offered $300 to sleep with an older woman would have done so and would have not been asked, why did you go back? I think they would have because they're trying to make it look like, and they were, predators. It seems Hillary Clinton's name is often ignored with this list. That satanic bitch was there, a lot like her perverted husband. Oh, I I wouldn't be surprised. Just because I haven't seen it and it hasn't quote-unquote been officially released, I'm not going to say it. This is such a bad story. This is this is a this is a big black eye for America. If anything, I mean, it, it's actually a big black eye for the human species. All right, family. I got a fucking jet, fucking work meeting. Have a great Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever the fuck it is. All right, Ogre. You have a great day, my friend. I don't know if we're ever going to get the full truth. Whoa, Christina Aguilera. Okay, we're we're done with that since I can now start mocking people. Oof, that is not the same. That is sure as fuck not the same. Christina Aguilera gives a nod to the iconic look from her Dirty Music video where she wore like this bikini top and these leather chaps and bikini bottom back in the day when she was hot. Now she's doing it. Mm, I got to say swing and a miss, hon. Here you go. Here, I'll, I'll share it with y'all. This is the before and now picture. Yeah, no <laughs> no thanks there, Christina Aguilera, hun. What else did I see in here? There was another story I saw in here, and I was like, what? Huh? Just real quick. Don't care about her or them or anybody. Okay, I guess that was it. That was all I saw. All right, let's move on to another trial that's going on. No, I, look, Jen, I understand what you're saying. I'm, I'm just trying to point out that the, this lawyer is doing anything they can to really exert the fact that they were predators. And, and look, the prosecution, I believe it was a prosecutor who asked, And they want that reaction of the girl crying on stage. They want that. They want the jurors to see that. Yes, I agree with you. It's awful that they have to do that. But in this day and age with how desensitized people have been or become, if they don't see that, then maybe they don't buy it. I'm sorry to say it. And, And look, look, I think it's awful that that question was asked, but I think it had to be. Um, what do herpes and forest fires have in common? They both start with a match on Tinder. <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> oh my gosh, hold on a second. I gotta take a picture of that one. That one's gonna be one of my jokes tomorrow. Thank you, I needed one for tomorrow. That is good shit right there. By the way, uh, I did a joke last night on uh, on TikTok, and it was, it was very impromptu. Why does Joe Exotic not play Christmas music? Because he fucking hates carols. <laughs> oh, that's good shit right there. Okay, let's go to Juicy Smollett, shall we? Oh, wait, hold on a second. I got to get something at the door. Something's at the door. You, you guys just sit here. Hold on a second. I'll, I'll play something for you here while, while I go away. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, we can stop that now. I I, I just didn't want to leave dead air there. <laughs> uh, I had to pick up something that was at the door because I don't want anybody seeing any Christmas presents. Uh huh. Uh, all right, let's talk about uh, good old Juicy Smolet. Ju- uh, J- Jesse Smollett or Molette, whatever his fucking name is. Fucker, not funny. <laughs> I thought it was pretty goddamn funny. Um, and Pitbull wasn't around. Um, man, the courthouse was a buzz yesterday because Jesse Smollett kind of lost his mind in court. Um, testimony yesterday uh, one of the prosecutors, or one of the jury, they were reading the text messages. And the text messages. Why not Bouncy Banana? That exotic joke you just got me. made the whole office jump with my laugh. Good. That's my job, Chris. Um, but they're reading text messages, and it included the infamous, the all-too-powerful and demanding N-word. Well, and, and the, the prosecutor, the lawyer, read the N-word out. He was reading them out. And Jesse Smollett lost his shit. And I guess, you know, said, you can't say that. That's a word you can't say. Did all this stuff. Took took his own, like, I guess he acted, uh, he answered every question. He fucked up yesterday. He kind of lost his mind. Nougat, I mean. <laughs> uh, he scolded the prosecutor for saying the N word. He interrupted the prosecutor to ask him to spell or abbreviate the word so as not to offend every African-American in this room. <laughs> hey, hey, Dick Cheese. He's reading a text that was you you either sent or someone sent to you. You used it. See, this, this is the battle. This is why I hate the N-word battle. I truly I, I, I truly hate the, the the battle over the to me it is the stupidest thing we fight about as a society. And he's yelling at a prosecutor in his own trial. That's the one person that I, I'm not going to be yelling at is the actual prosecutor. Just say it. Just saying. This guy's an idiot. This guy is so dumb. And, and he's perjured himself a number of times before he even testified yesterday. He set this whole thing in motion. If Jesse Smollett doesn't go to prison, then our justice system is fucked. And, and, and they're not going to send him to prison because he's not only gay, but he's black. Uh, that That's the only thing I, can, I, I see keeping him out of jail, because he's not really a celebrity. He was on one show. He did this to up his celebrity status. That's why he did it. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say the N-word, but is there a word black people can't say? Like, is it fair play? No, it, no. there's no fair play when it comes to that. They don't want that. Yep, Douglas, I've been saying that forever. If the word is so caustic and so bad, everybody gets to eat it. Just get rid of it for everybody. But, hey, you can't play in that. that, that that's not the yard that we're allowed to play in. It's our side gets to use it. Your side doesn't. So I choose not to say it. Um, another guy who's been in bad. This story, to me, it, it, it keeps getting better and better and better and better.
3: Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. No, no, no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never.
1: This happened the other night on the Upper East Side of New York with the one and only Alec Baldwin. Now I'll play it out.
2: Wait, Mr. Baldwin, I have to ask you, what brings you to New York City?
1: I asked you to New please. York City,
2: Mr. Baldwin. Why? Who, who's who's here?
0: I asked you to go away. Please you go away. Under somebody's private uh, home.
2: This is not. This you is, is not anyone's my home. Are you, home. Are you? This is not in this, this is public property. Yeah, go away. Stop who's me. here? Did you really not pull the trigger? Do you believe it went
1: off without you pulling the trigger? Was it a malfunction? So, a paparazzi, and, and, and by the way, Alec Baldwin has brought all this paparazzi on himself for attacking the paparazzi. Alec Baldwin's not the biggest star in the world, okay? There are certain people that are good to the paparazzi and certain people like Alec Baldwin who will actually assault them. So, of course, they're going to go after him. He was in New York, and the reason why he's in New York is such a fucking amazing reason. <laughs> it's is—it's so rich in irony, it's unbelievable. We'll get to that in a second. Alec Baldwin's at a house, I don't know if it's his house, and that the girl you hear talking there is his wife, who's like 50 years younger than him, and it popped out like 19 kids. And he's asking, you know, what Alec Baldwin's doing there. Alec Baldwin's standing at the door, and he turns around and he's got a fucking umbrella in his hand, and he starts to charge the paparazzi, because the paparazzi is not on private property. He's on a a street, city street. And and Alec Baldwin has an umbrella. I mean, look, man, the man does damage people. Uh, And Alec Baldwin didn't care for that. But That pales in comparison to what I'm about to tell you. Uh, Let me read your quotes here. Uh, That guy's brave firing off those questions because we all know Alec fires off. Uh, Why didn't he ask Mr. Baldwin, where did you learn the fine art of bullet throwing? Snap, snap photo after that question. Mic drop, paparazzi winner of the night. (laughs) When Alec Baldwin shoots a movie, he really shoots a movie. The reason why Alec Baldwin is in New York City. New York City. He will be at the Robert F Kennedy Ripple of Hope Awards Gala and be hosting it. Now, this is an event that that it's namesake Robert F Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, one of the Kennedys that was assassinated with a gun. And Alec Baldwin is still hosting it. Does does anybody not see how fucking fabulous the irony is in that? Our host this evening, the big shooter himself, Alec Baldwin. Will you be hosting from the kitchen, Alec? My God. This guy was running for president and he got gunned down in a kitchen. And Alec Baldwin, who just gunned someone down, is hosting the event. Jesus Christ. Oh, Mr. Baldwin, you are skilled art of umbrella attacking as well. It's especially lethal umbrella. Oh, Ken Dog, I've seen all the videos. And, and that's what I talked about. Alec Baldwin didn't pull the trigger to fire it. When Alec Baldwin had the gun and he was cocking the hammer, the trigger was engaged. He was squeezing the trigger at the time. So he didn't lie that he didn't squeeze the trigger. His finger was on the trigger, though. And when he cocked it back, that releases it. If you squeeze it, right, am I I, I right here on this? Because I've only seen part of the John Schneider video. I've seen other ones, though. In this model of gun that he has, he he pulls it out, and he's squeezing the trigger because he's a gun idiot. Everybody knows that if you are using a gun of any sort, your finger is never on the trigger until you fire. He'll come out to that song from Kill Bill, Bang, Bang, I Shot My Baby Down. So when he releases the hammer, as he's already engaged the trigger, when he releases the hammer back, it sets things in motion and the firing pin goes off. This is 100% Alec Baldwin's fault, 100. Now we know why he has so many kids. He's just not familiar with the distance between a half cock and a full. Full pull, same effect either way. When will he learn? I mean, he should know better. Motherfucker's got six damn kids. He's never fired a blanket day in his life. Jesus Christ. Alec, Alec, Alec. I just find it great that he is hosting an award named after Robert F. Kennedy. I, and and you know what if he has any salt as a as an entertainer or as a performer he will make light of that But of course he won't Um one can hope he'll have <laughs> hell one can have a ripple of hope there is a new thing coming to, a uh, new show coming to A&E. It's a docuseries called the Secrets of the Playboy Mansion. Now, before I get in the story, I-, I will tell you, I have been to the Playboy Mansion. I have been to the Playboy Mansion. I was, I was in the Playboy Golf Tournament. And we won our qualifier. We won our regional We got a chance to go to L.A. and go to the Playboy Mansion. Now, what it was, was it was three days. It was a Friday, a Saturday. It was like two and a half days. You had Friday, late Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday. Well, my plane to get back to do the show that I was doing at the time uh, was leaving at like 9.45 and they were picking people up at the hotels at like 8.30. And I couldn't, I couldn't go to the Sunday night party. They had a big lingerie party on Sunday night. I could not attend that because I had to get back to do the show the next day. But I did get to go. The, I, I went to the mansion on the very first day. They had a big mixer there, and it went on until about 7 or 8 o'clock. And they didn't let you in the house. You got to go hang out at the pool. You got to go into the grotto, which smelled like bleach. And all I have to say about the – you didn't get to see all his birds and anything like that. And there were some playmates there. And it was – look, it's cool to say that I was at the Playboy match. But that's about it. Every guy there thought that they were going to be taking home one of these chicks. Not me. I knew better than that. But all, the, all these fucking, you know, horned dogs – and then you play golf with some celebrities. You get some celebrities out there, and they're part of this golf tournament. So if the chicks are gonna do anything, they're gonna hang out with the celebrities. I remember I was talking to like I forget who it was. It was a former 49er. He and I had a great conversation until he's like, Well, I'm gonna go get some pussy. And I was like, have at it, my man. But uh I I the Playboy Mansion, if anybody thinks that the Playboy Mansion was all ritzy and everything, yeah, it was nice, nice big house, and it's a Playboy Mansion, but you have an old man living in there with with a bunch of girls, and you got girls coming in and out of there. I mean, it's going to be kind of, yeah. And Holly Madison is the one that's being interviewed the most, I guess, for this fucking Secrets of the Playboy Mansion. I got, I got to tell you something. That show that she was on, that, that the girls next door, or whatever it was, the, the house bunnies. I gotta tell you this right now. I, I started calling them the, this back then, and I, I, I will never ever turn my mind change my mind on this. Holly, uh, Kendra, the <laughs> laugh, and the other chick. What was her name? Belinda or something. Well hell, it's in it's in the story here. Um, Bridget, I was close. Belinda, Bridget, that's close. Bridget, <laughs> and Holly. They were they were Heff's girlfriends, and they were on this strict routine. They had to be back by ten o'clock. I mean, you want to talk about? Look, I love Hugh Hefner. I think what he did, he was he was a man's man, but he he was advised. I mean that that. Doesn't that scream fucking human trafficking? That these adult women that live in his house have to be back by 10 o'clock. He pays them $5,000 a week to live there. And he has sex with them occasionally. They were hookers. They They were the hookers next door. And now Holly Madison is coming out to get her fucking due. Holly Madison, who was dumped by Hef because she wanted to have a baby with him, and he's like, No, I don't want to have a baby with you. I'm Hef. And then she left and she got with Chris Angel, and she's just been she's not a celebrity. I can't I, I can't even see her as that, that much of a celebrity. She's never done anything. She showed her hoots off. But now she is going to get her pound of flesh. Uh, what does she say? She says how controlling Hef was and how mean he was. She cut her hair once and he lost his mind about it. He didn't kick you out though, did he? No. Why? Because you kept giving him that good ass. That's why. She came down one stair downstairs one day with red lipstick on and he flipped out. He hated red lipstick on girls. Well, well, look, look. If your client, Hugh Hefner, who's paying you this whopping sum of of $5,000 a week to live in his mansion for free, he don't like red lipstick, then don't wear red lipstick, dummy. You are nothing more than a hooker. She says, I remember there were times probably within the first couple years I lived there when I felt like I was just in the cycle of gross things and I didn't know what to do. You didn't know what to do? There's a fucking door. I mean, I, like, honestly, they're making this docuseries make it seem like like you Hefner taught Rick James and all these, all these terrible men that Im- imprisoned women. Like he was the original R. Kelly. You didn't hold them against their will; they weren't they weren't underage. You knowingly did this. You knowingly took that old man's balls and licked them. Why? Because he was paying you a lot of money. You could fly anywhere you wanted with him. He had the ten o'clock. Look, he didn't like to stay out. He, did. I remember hearing a story about them going to Vegas once and they woke up real early. They flew into Vegas on the Playboy plane. wasn't like Hef was flying southwest. They went to Vegas. They partied all day, and then they got on the plane at like 8, eight o'clock at night, flew back to L.A., back in the mansion, in bed by 10. It wasn't like he went to their parents and bought them. I keep thinking of Big Daddy, old balls, gross. Yeah, she could have walked away just like Kendra. She could have. Oh, she wanted to give Heff a baby so bad because then she would get fucking part of the Playboy f- fortune. And he's like, no. he's He saw through that gold digger. I'm just telling you. Look, you didn't get to Heff's position without being kind of smart. I want to see something here. I want to see something. Let's see. And Ask Family, I'm going to ask you the same question. Oh, come on, Hef. Give me a better number than that. I was going to ask you. uh, I'll still ask you. How many women do you think you, Hefner, slept with? Simple question. How many women did you Epner have sex with? <laughs> wow, Chris, that's an accurate number. That, 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 an exact number, I should say. Now, I ask this question mainly because, like, guys have been out there, like Wilt Chamberlain, who'd come out and said he's had sex with more than 10,000 women. Gene Simmons says his number is over 5,000. Our guesses are Chris says 117. Hangtown Jen says 1237. Alicia says 500. He rises is at 999. Hot Mama says 600. Christopher goes $1, Bob. All right. Seven. The rest is a lie. Fifteen hundred. Mike D says five thousand five hundred and forty-one. You Hefner claims to have had sex with over thousand women. Come on, what's the number? What is the actual number? I I am disappointed that Hef's number is just more than a thousand. I I would say that you Hefner has probably slept with ten thousand women. 10,000 10, women have touched his wiener. Fucking slut that he is. I imagine it slowed down there for a little while when he was with them, but man, in the sixties he probably didn't even wear pants to the office. Hey, Trisha, you're getting some coffee. Well let me give you a couple let me give you a couple pumps real quick. Good old Hugh Hefner. You know, in today's world, you Hefner is probably hated by millennials and all this this new generation. Back in our day, we idolized him. We idolized him. I was scared of Larry Flint. I, I was terrified. Larry, Larry Flint was a scary man. And Bob Guccione seemed like he was just in the mob, the guy who ran Penthouse. Warbird says, I mean, I don't know my number. That makes me just like Hef. <laughs> yeah, I would say that you're just like Hef. What, what did Bebo call you that one time? A wool puller? I believe that. From 17 to how old when he died? 80? Yeah, somewhere around there. Playboy has been in business and had bunnies since 1949. So, uh, I mean, think about that. So the, that magazine is up and running in 1950. He's got 50 years of ass. Good God. Uh, if he did 10,000 women from 17 to 80, that's 63 years. That's 158 women a year. I guess it's possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. For him, oh, 158, that's taking a day off in between. Is it bad that a guy knows his real number? It's bad for the guy because a lot of times the guys think it's a good number, and, and to some people it'd be a good number. To other people it'd be like, wow, that's way too low, or wow, that's way too high. That's why, that's why it's a stupid relationship question. girl says, hey, how many have you been with? You don't know your number. Let, let me just let, let me re- re- reiterate that. You don't know your own number, and it's none of their business. Oh, the first few. Oh, of course he had to work for it until Playboy took off and he had the 60s and the 70s. Come on. That's the heyday of it right there. I imagine he was with like 168 women a week, a month. Do that five women a day? God almighty. I don't know why he died. He was fucking tired. But, yes, this uh, this documentary comes out uh, January the 24th. I'll probably watch it so I can yell at that hooker, Holly Madison. Raiders fans, uh-oh, uh-oh, Raiders fans. Chris says, you guys know my number. I, I do know your number, sadly, but it's sad because you're a guy, and I know a guy's number, yeah. Uh. Over the weekend, guess who was in Las Vegas visiting the Raiders? That's right, two time national championship coach from the University of Clemson, Dabo Sweeney. Ooh. Now, there's no truth to this rumor that he was there, though. He took in a game. Isn't that interesting? Raider fans, would you like Dabo Sweeney as your next head coach? I like Dabo Sweeney a lot and. I hope that he does take this job because when Nick Saban retires, Alabama's going to suck, and I'm going to be happy about that unless Dabo Sweeney goes back to his alma mater because a lot of you don't know. Dabo Sweeney, the head coach at Clemson, played wide receiver at Alabama, and he wants that job back. Or he wants that job. He never had it before, but he wants that job. And I don't want him to get that job. He gets that job, they're going to be good again, damn it. Uh, let's see. There you go with that. Where did I? Oh, oh this this story. Uh, I, let let me get out all the all the uh, celebrity shit out of the way because it's next story after this one here. Uh, because we have to play sad music here. Sad music. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I have been assigned this tough, tough job to let you know that the group BTS, their Korean pop band, BTS, Born to Sing, will be taking their second official extended period of rest after they play the LA Jingle Ball. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, there's a possibility that BTS could be going bye-bye. My God, how how will young kids who don't know how to speak Korean last with no K-pop out there? Oh no! I was planning on liking them someday. That's a bummer. Douglas says this is me not caring. <laughs> Guess who was spotted at Duke football team watching for a coach? That's right, Jason Garrett. I saw that too. Uh, I was hoping you say they broke up. They, they are horrible. They're beyond horrible. They're capable. I don't even understand what K-pop is. Is it not just regular pop, but it's done by Koreans? So, so so. whenever we get a, a another Rico Suave out there, is that going to be M-pop? God forbid we get a black person singing it. Aldo says, we will rebuild. BTS, she bang, she bang. BTS stands for Big Turd Sandwich, yeah. I, I didn't know what BTS meant for the longest time. I, I know that it's not Big Turd Sandwich, but I like that name better. I found I think I might have found out here on the show when I when I found out that the letters BTS were meant for born to sing. I was like, that's the that's the gayest shit I've ever heard. I mean that that right there that that, that to me is very, very that that's horrible. I, I mean, damn. Yeah, born to sing. Really? That's it? You shut your mouth, you white honky. Come on.
4: Here. Here. You left this in my vagina.
1: I, I, I mean, honestly. Y- you know, they... I don't know. Were, were they getting boy band ass or or did the stereotype come into play? You know the stereotype I'm talking about.
2: Ah, scusi. Babba da Che cosa? bope baby,
5: Well,
1: they also have the rap monster. There's a rapper in the group. Come on. Come on. What a silly Negro. No, 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 stop it. Stop that right now. What do you think? Oh, I know what that is. Jesus. Please refrain from using ethnic slurs. I will. I'm trying to here. But we're talking about Born to Sing. The up and coming, or the the biggest things in the world from, from Korea. No. No. No, it's Korea. No.
4: Wrong.
1: not really the
5: belt.
1: Just See, this is why I can't have nice things. My computers just go off on voice commands. Ah. <sighs> Now, this next story, it goes under the category of surprise, surprise,
4: surprise.
1: Who would have saw this coming? I'm just going to read this, and, and I'm looking at the picture of this athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to share the picture of the athlete with you here in just a little bit. Video posted online showed the moment a transgender swimmer and senior at the University of Pennsylvania who'd spent three years competing as a man not only set two U.S. records, but smashed them. Leah Thomas... Raced uh, competitors at the Zippy Invitational event in Akron, Ohio, on Sunday. Thomas's win was a record for the Zippy meet and the pool where it took place. Only five swimmers broke 16 minutes at last season's NCAA championships. She swam the 1,650-yard freestyle 38 seconds ahead of her teammate. She won the, the race by a time of 15 minutes, 59 seconds, winning by 38 seconds. Video of the defeat was posted online showing Tom's consistently ahead of her nearest opponents, eventually becoming nearly a full lap ahead. That is down and back in a pool. That's an entire lap. Previous competed for the men's team for three years before joining the women's team. Her last men's competition was in 2019. By the way, uh, as I've said in the past, you know I hate doing this, but when you let men, and this guy's a man, or was a man, I'm sorry, and it transgendered into a woman, that they were going to break all the records.
4: Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so.
1: Uh, What's the average time for a male competitor in that event? You know, it doesn't say. Uh okay, her first U.S. record was broken on Friday, December third, when she won the three hundred yard, five hundred yard freestyle, with a time of four minutes and thirty four seconds. Fourteen. She beat. She beat it by thirty eight seconds. The the the. Her success, though, has drawn criticism from Sun, claiming she has an unfair advantage. Yeah, her cock and balls. As those who were born male tend to have longer limbs, larger hands and feet, along with greater upper body strength. Uh, let's go check, 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 check. Now, this is, a, this is funny to me here. According to NCAA regulations, any transgender female athletes can take part in women's events if they have completed a year of testosterone suppression treatment. A a whole year? Wow. Those those 21 years before, I guess that that didn't do much. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And if you guys have daughters out there, I'm going to tell you what. In the next 10 to 15 years,
6: your daughters aren't
1: going to want to p- compete in sports. As I pour this glass of Dr. Pepper. I have to tell you about my home state of Texas and what they've done in the past. Now they put rules in place to where they can't do this. They used to do this here. Uh, They would hold kids out from even starting school until they were seven, eight. I've heard cases of nine years old, nine-year-old in kindergarten. And do you know why they did that? It had nothing to do with education. They wanted their kids to be bigger than the kids that were in high school playing football. I'm not kidding. That's a real thing. State of Texas now has a, a, a rule in place that pretty much says it has an age restriction on, on how, how old they can be to play. There were times that there were 20-year-olds playing in high school football games. Can you imagine that? A, a varsity player who's 20 years old taking on a varsity player that's maybe 14? There's a world of difference there. And it's just the same as in women and men's sports. There was a girl that I went to high school with. her Her name was Katie. Katie was like six six. Okay, you know you always had that one girl that's really, really tall in school, and Katie was on the basketball team. Katie was six six on the basketball team and rode the pine. You're thinking to yourself, "Wait, how does a six six girl ride the pine?" Because she was not any good. Just because you're tall doesn't mean you're athletic. If a boy, that, they would they would let the the guys and girls teams play, and of course the guys teams are going to win every time. But Katie wouldn't even participate in those games. She couldn't get off the bench because she was not good enough. She couldn't jump. This all this is going to do is encourage more boys to do something like this where they have to get testosterone suppression for a whole year of their life. And that, that's just the, the, the NCAA rule there. We're not talking about state sports and things like that. You're going to get states out there that say, no, they don't have to do anything. If they choose to be female... Or, I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have said choose because I know the trainees will come after me. But if they decide to play sports. They can play on a girls' team. I don't know why this guy did it. Maybe he just finally wanted to have his names in the record books because the world owes him for how much work he's put in. It's called red My parents did that to us since my mom's family was involved in the NFL. So they cry more, but does that change them physically? I mean, that's fucked up. I don't see one year of estrogen taking 20-year-old male and making him a 20-year-old girl. The bodies are far too different at that point. Amen to that. Alicia says that's such a stupid fucking rule as the higher amounts of testosterone has zero advantage in fully grown man, and that's wanting to be a woman. Fuck them. And by the way, he is a fully grown man. He's 22 years old. Your frontal lobe is fully developed by then. You are an adult. You have maybe one more year of possible growing with your your larger bones, your jaw bones, and your skull. This guy won an event, and congratulations to her for winning. But come on. You know what? I want to know what this guy's record was when he was on the men's team. I, I already know. I, already, I don't even need to look it up. I already know. I'm just going to tell you what it was. He sucked. He wasn't good. The coaches yelled at him too much. So he decided that since he, quote, unquote, loved swimming so much. And, and, and here's the real problem is that he probably went to this Ivy League school probably on a swimming scholarship because in his hometown he was a really good swimmer. Well, when you get to a bigger level, you meet more people, and you've got better swimmers that are involved there. This motherfucker probably couldn't crack the bench. So he said, well, all right. And instead of doing that, I'm going to be joining the girls team. I told you this shit was going to happen, and it has happened. Well, it doesn't make me happy at all to be right about this. Because what it's going to do is it's going to cause your girls out there, your daughters out there, not to want to compete in sports. Because why would you want to play in a game that you you know you have no chance in? I mean, honestly, if you knew for a fact that you were not going to win, why would you do it? Why on earth would you do it? Uh. Uh, Oh, Oh, with his son. Oh, I was going to do the whole breaking news stuff. Tiger Woods announces a return. He's playing in the PNC tournament next week with his kid. That. Hold on, I'll give you the story. Uh, Tiger Woods returns to golf 10 months after Car Wreck, entering the 2021 PNC Championship with his son. Okay, this is cute. He plays with his kid, blah, blah, blah. Good. Yeah, It is a start. You're right about that. It is a start. And I'm just telling you right now, not this coming April, but April 2023, you will see that man, Winning another green jacket. Mark my words. And by the way, this will be so echoed when that happens. Well, I
4: don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so.
1: I promise you, I will play that at no end on that day. All right, last break. Coming up next, 775. Thank you for the update on Tiger Woods. 775-357-FANS. You can always write the show at com. One at ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. There you go. All right. I'm so excited about playing this next song. Here we go. Here is the I Will Survive by the band Cake. <laughs>
4: 376 Easy Easy. All right,
1: to go over the votes for, uh, well, we're not really voting, but what people thought of today's covers. Uh, Arise likes the Cake song. She said yes. Christopher says classic. Arise says, I saw Cake and Stockton when I was in high school there. They are indeed a classic. Aldo, not a fan, she says the Sweet Home Alabama cover is better, in my opinion. No, it's not. Uh, I don't hate the second song. It feels mediocre. The second song was Enjoy the Silence, Depeche Mode uh, song by Not A Surf. That who the second band was. That was a Depeche Mode song. Aldo liked that one more. Mike D says, I'd rather hear that bad Sweet Home Alabama River than the cake one. Sounded like some drunk soy boy in a hole, uh, in, a wall, a hole in a wall bar trying to sing karaoke. He doesn't know as he's reading the lyrics badly. And falling behind badly, god awful. Uh, all right, yeah, I, I think yeah, I think you're right, Arised. I think that's how Cake does all their songs. Aldo says he liked the third one. Second and third were pretty good. The third one was "Knights in White Satin." Knights in White Satin. It was done by the Dickies. They are a, uh, a punk band. And look, I'm not a big fan of Cake. I, I like that version of "I Will Survive." But, uh, look, we got the George Strait cover, which we played it before on this show, which is fine. Uh, coming up to end the show, we got more cover songs tomorrow. Believe me, believe me, I've got enough for two more days at least. Let's see. I, okay, I got to play that one. I haven't played that one yet. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, got to play that. There's two. Uh, let's see. Played that one, that one. Played that one. Oh, three. Oh, three and four. Hangtown, Jen, are you going to be here tomorrow? Are you going to be here for the show tomorrow? Because I I have a double shot of Metallica covers tomorrow. Just asking. If not, then I'll I'll save them for Friday. Uh, Got that one, that one there. Okay, yeah. I should be good. Yeah, I should be good for the next two days and and stuff that I have. Yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. There you go. There you go. So, yeah, we got more to end the week with. Oh, and then I've got my, my, one of my all-time favorite country ones. I'll tell you, we'll play that one tomorrow. We'll play Sturgill Simpson's In Bloom. Fucking phenomenal version of In Bloom by, by Sturgill Simpson. So there you go. What were the last two songs? I tried to add them on Spotify, but your audio cuts when not switch apps. Damn technology. Uh, the first one was uh, Enjoy the Silence by Not a Surf. And then Nights in White Satins by The Dickies. Harrison, that non-bowl team still hung up 70 on you. I just want to let you know. Hung 70 on you. Oof, that was bad. That was a beating. By the way, we'll probably put 70 on you again next year. Uh, Let's see. By the way, isn't Tech playing against Mike Leach? Isn't Mike Leach going to whoop that ass? Just saying. But before we get to any kind of bowl talking, yes, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy will be here tomorrow, and we will only be talking about the NFL, though, tomorrow, sadly. Uh, We have to get to this. And now, now, it's time time for the the World World News News. Daily 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 Report. Man, oh, man, do we have some doozies today that I have to share with you. All right, here we go. First one is out of uh, Dateline is uh, New Guinea. A total of 14 members of the Karawai tribe have died, and 87 others have tested positive for the horrible and dreaded COVID-19 virus. After several days of thorough investigation, the governmental authorities believe they may have finally found the reason this mysterious contamination hit this extremely isolated tribe. Several members of the tribe said they became sick after eating the yellow evil spirit. According to Lieutenant James Manning of the Royal Papua New Guinea Constables, the country's national police, this could explain the disappearance of 57-year-old Chinese engineer Wu Jing in the region in February. Several of the tribesmen related encountering, hunting, and eating a yellow devil a few weeks ago. Quote, it seems the tribal elders feared he would bring harm to them and declared him to be a demon. They ordered him killed and eaten by the entire tribe, contaminating the entire tribe. Needless to say, they probably wanted it again in two hours. (laughs) The yellow evil spirit, I think Gwen Stefani can sing better than they did eat bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Oh. They believe it was necessary to kill and eat the person whom they believe has taken over by kahaku, an evil spirit or demon. Several members of the tribe are severely ill, but their isolation makes it impossible for them to go to a hospital. There you go. Now, now we have a few more stories to go. I hope that you, you, you can stay with me because these are, these are some wacky, humongous, crazy stories that I'm contractually forced to read. And now, and now another, another headline. headline from the, from the World, World of, News Daily, we Man, oh man, I'm still good at that. I don't get to do it as often as I used to, but damn. Bernard Russell, a 67-year-old man who lives in Alaska, was hiking near his home when he was attacked by a grizzly bear. (laughs) Mr. Russell was found in critical condition, partly decapitated and missing several organs and limbs. They transported him to the Alaska Regional Hospital. The staff tried to revive the 67-year-old man, whose left arm, liver, lungs, and legs were missing. And sadly, we have to report they they did not they were not able to revive him. The doctors are saying, and this is a quote. Possibly the grizzly bear was attracted by the smell of the coronavirus transmitted through the particles floating in the air. Had this man respected social distancing with the bear and worn a mask, this death could have been easily prevented. That's right. A man whose liver, arm, and legs were ripped off by a bear and he was left partially decapitated? They are marking down as a COVID death. He joins a group of 14 avalanche victims, also as people who came, who becomes, be succumb. That's it. Who succumb to the horrible and dreaded coronavirus? Man, oh man, that is, that's awful. That is so, so bad. We're not done yet, though. Oh, we're not done by a long shot, my friends. Here we go. Here's our next one. i to turn this one down a little bit.
6: There we go. And now.
1: Oh, stop it. Stop it. Wrong button. And now. now, Another another headline headline from the world. world. News News Daily Daily. Daily. Report. Just give me my awards, for Christ's sake. Dateline, South Carolina. South Carolina court issued an unusual uh, restrictive injunction revoking a Greenville, uh, South Carolina's resident's right to be tested for the COVID virus after he got tested 192 times only for his own sexual pleasure. According to 47 individuals and organizations registered as plaintiffs in the case, 58-year-old Humphrey Reynolds has been using COVID testing clinics as state-funded sexual service clinics. Mr. Reynolds is a self-declared nasophile (laughs) and produces a blog about nasal sexual fetishes. on which several posts cover the pleasure of deep COVID nose swabs. Well, all right. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm uh, gonna be going down to get my nose swab today. I hope it doesn't end like yesterday with that accident. Oh, whoops-a-daisy, was that me? Quote, as soon as I inserted the cotton swab in his nose, he started moaning loudly and ejaculated, leaving a wet spot on his jeans. Then he came back five hours later, and it was the same thing. (laughs) Another quote says, I took the nurse's place as I thought having it done by an older man might ruin his fetish. I was rough and rude to him. But he told me he would ask for me the next time and came back two hours later. Mr. Reynolds had claimed that forbidding him from being tested could threaten his health and security, but his argument was dismissed by the court, and they forbid him from approaching within 100 feet. Well, it took long enough for someone to find a fetish out of getting a Q-tip rammed up your nose. Fuck, I bet people who administered that test were like, I've had it, (laughs) I had known i changed him to extra. He owes me a lot. Amen to that. All right, two more of these fucking great stories. Oh, this is fantastic. Nothing to do with COVID here. So you, they, we got that going for us here. Are uh, we ready? All right. All right. And, now, and, now, and now, another red From the World, From the World, 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 World News, News Daily, Daily. 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 Report. Report. Report.
3: Report.
1: I should get an Emmy or I, I, some award. Dateline Brazil, stories about 67-year-old Romero Moraro, who has developed a unique hair transplant method which will revolutionize the hair transplant industry in the next decades, he believes. It's a very, very uh, unique technique where he involves transferring pubic hair follicles From the genital and anal area to the top of his head. He goes on to say, pubic and anal hair grow in higher densities and are much stronger. They're perfectly suited for those who like an Afro-style haircut, he said during an interview on Brazilian TV. The technique is best suited for people of African origin and their molecular structure of their hair is extremely similar to that of pubic and anal hairs, he explained. Pubic hairs are an ideal environment for crab lice and spread because their claws are adapted to the specific diameter for pubic hair. That is why many Afro-Americans have sexually transmitted disease in their hair he says. I don't know if that's true. Although Mr. Morrow admits that his new technique has had unintended consequences. of Some say most of his patients are satisfied with their new set of hair and that lice-killing medication is available without prescription at any local drugstore pharmacy. So there you go. You got your nut hair on your damn head now. And now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, we have come upon that time here. And now, and now it is, it time, is, it time, is, it is time for, for our, our final our story, story from the, from the world news headline head, head, report, report, report. Report,
3: report.
1: The story is about forty-nine-year-old Barry Wild. Barry Wild is a well-known trans-species activist who spends most of his time living the life of a squirrel. I can't believe I just read that with a straight face. He lives on his 460 acres wooded area at his parents' own Central Georgia farm. Although he claims to live off the land by eating wild fruits, mushrooms, and pine nuts, he's accused of complementing his food supply with more than 42 tons of peanuts stolen t- during two violent heists near the Macon-Georgia freeway in October 14th. Deputy Eric Schmick of the Bacon County Sheriff's Department says more than 20 tons of nuts were found on the property. Quote, We found two huge heaps of peanuts during our search of the property. We believe he had already buried half of it in preparation for winter, as a squirrel would. Mr. Smith says the accused borrowed a car, a rifle, and two pistols from his parents' home and used them to hijack two trucks filled with peanuts at gunpoint. Everything used in robbery can be linked to his parents. Even the rope he used to tie up the drivers was bought by his mother just a few days before the crime. Bear Wilde faced a total of 13 criminal charges, including hijacking a motor vehicle, armed robbery, battery. If found guilty, he faces 225 years in jail and fines of $725,000. Because the guy thinks that he's a fucking squirrel. I don't even think he wears a squirrel suit or anything furry. I think he just goes out there and acts like a squirrel. Now, see, they, 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 there's, a, they, they, there's a flaw there, though. Squirrels don't have opposable thumbs, so he shouldn't be using a gun. You see, I, I, I'm smelling bullshit here. I, I know it's crazy in the World News Daily Report that there's bullshit during a story, but. And uh, here's the other thing. Squirrels, if he identifies as a squirrel, he doesn't know how to drive. Squirrels can't drive. First of all, their, their little paws aren't big enough to operate the steering wheel. Secondly, how's the little squirrel supposed to get to the gas? Can't do it. And then see over the steering wheel? Yeah. Uh, I'm not buying this one. Not buying this one at all. This guy, I think, is lying. I think. All right, let's see. Let's do these two here close things out. Okay, we'll start with this one. Now, I don't know who wrote this one. Some asshole obviously wrote this one. Heart-stopping footage shows a great white shark's fin poking out of the water in Puerto Rico as choppy waves crash around it just a few feet around people. Right? No, 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 no. no. That, that's not the heart-dropping moment right there. The heart-dropping moment is when they attack. See, just because you see the fin behind you, that don't mean the shark is going to attack you. And, and by the way, I wouldn't drop my heart. It wouldn't break my heart. It would be the most awesome thing i ever seen. And I would open up the car window. I'm just telling you. Look, you can love me or you can hate me, but I would open up the car window and just play this as loud as I could.
4: Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so.
1: Two people in the water can be seen desperately trying to swim away from the shark's thrash in the water by Middles Beach and Isabel, stunned onlooker Jorge Benitez filmed the too-close-for-comfort encounter as his friends fled from the mass pre- well, Wait, there's no attack? There's no attack? Oh, come on. Come on. That's like when you go to the club and you meet a gal and you're going to take her home for the first night. And you get a whole roll of Charmin that falls out when they take the bra off. That is bad advertising right there. That is bogus. When you say hearts, heart, what was the headline? Heart-stopping moment. Yeah, that would be when the shark said, rawr, 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 rawr. Like, that's a heart-stopping moment. If you ever hear this, <inaudible> your heart is going to stop in the next moment or so. Just, I, I'm just telling you. I'm pretty sure they were swimming away from the shark's mouth. Well, that sucks. Why would I want to watch the video if they don't get eaten? I want to watch the video of them not getting eaten. That sucks. Boo. Boo. Way to get my hopes up for a shark attack there. But, Hey. This is why we still, this is why we love Australia for their fucked up stories. A British teenager is left fighting for her life after what Australian media reports as a quote, monster crocodile. By the way, I think all crocodiles are monsters. But if this is a monster crocodile, that means that's just huge. Emily uh, Smith, I I wanted to be Emily States, but Emily Smith has been plagued by nightmares and flashbacks after the 10-foot crocodile, that ain't a monster, that's a 10-foot, that's a baby, attacked her and dragged her into a death roll as she swam with pals in the mighty Zamberiza River near the world-famous Victoria Falls. I got six words for you. What you think was gonna happen? I mean, seriously, if you're swimming in rivers in Australia and you don't think that crocodiles are gonna come get you, and, and, and the crocodiles are gonna tap you on the back and and, and then just go. <laughs> She's from Great Britain. Oh, Cheerio, blimeys. People say you see your life flash before your eyes, but you don't. You just think, how do I get out of this situation? I wouldn't be thinking of that. I'd be thinking, I'm fucked. I am capital L, F, capital U, C, K, E, D. Fucked. Blimey's, your mind goes into overdrive. You think about how you get out. I was just very, very lucky. I, I, I don't know what kind of idiot does this shit. Hey, let, let, let's let go swim in that river over there. Oh, there have been alligators over there. Oh, yeah, that's okay. They, they won't bother us. They're more afraid of us than we are of them. Well, that's Bullshit. Because, see, crocodiles and alligators are not afraid of human beings. I'd love to bitch slap a crocodile and get away with it, but we know that ain't going to happen. She's from Hampshire, England. She was there on a whitewater rafting adventure. Why would you even go whitewater rafting in the waters of Australia? Because they're below the equator, you know you have to go down backwards, right? Yeah, that, that's the rule they have there. See, and th- this is what I don't get. This th- this is the part of the story I just don't get. She insisted that she has no regrets and vowed to return to the Southern African country she has made a full after she has made a full recovery. Now, now, why in the ding dong, daddy, dumbass, would you do something like that? See, this is a kid that was obviously not taught. When you put your hand, when mama says that stove is hot and you still put your hand on it and you have to find out the hard way that it's hot. You see, this was, this was Mother Nature's first warning shot fired. This is the salvo that was fired. Hey, these sharks ain't going to necessarily rip you apart, but if you come back, we're going to fuck your shit up. And this lady's like, yeah, I'm going back. Her oh. <laughs> father, Brent, a former Army major, revealed that her foot was left hanging loose. Well, that's what they do when they surf. They hang loose, man. Come on now. Emil's rafting guide said that it was safe for her to swim in a quiet stretch of the water near the rapid known as the Mother. You think? Oh, yeah, she can do that. No problem. No, we we have to have her on the team because it looks good for us. What a bunch of dickbags. I got to told you that. You swim in a fucking river in in Australia, they're going to eat you. That is going to do it for today's show. I want to say thank you, Ask Family. Another wonderful broadcast today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember until then uh, the every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day and adios, everybody.